0: To it sounded like a good idea at the time. The weekly podcast that quarantines for nothing. Um, well, actually, we did kind of quarantine, <laughs> didn't we? We quarantined ourselves for a few months, but we're back and better than ever, uh, ready to give you the ultimate exposure.
1: Yes, nice. Yes, did that work. Yeah, that was that was that worked. Yeah. Okay. I good. Like it. Good. Thank you. Excellent, <laughs> Excellent soundbite. <laughs> My name is Caroline, and I'm Hannah, and we're so glad you joined us today. And we are also being smart about this virus. Yeah. (laughs) We are not living our lives as normal. (laughs) Just want to be clear. In case that spot on, we're exposing you, (laughs) a little soundbite at the beginning was at all unclear. (laughs) It was concerning. I don't know. I feel
0: like maybe this week I'll just become an anti-masker, anti-vaxxer, anti-masker. Just though. Okay. I will tell this story. Okay. I don't want to tell the story in a way that will shame anybody, but it did very much throw me off. Um Friday, I took the girls to like a new pl- a new to us playground nature center um uh-huh. as we've been wont to do over over quarantine. Uh we're the only ones there. And, um, I didn't have my mask on. We were outside, you know, all of these things, the girls didn't have their mask on. One other person pulled up uh, a woman and her young child who had on face shields and masks and made me feel very uncomfortable that we didn't have ours on. Um, Uh like the child kept saying to Nora Beth, like you need to be wearing a mask. And I was kind of like, Oh, this feels strange. Um, and then we ended up going for a walk and didn't see them again. And when I got back to the car, there was a note on my car from the mom who was like, here's my name, here's my number if you ever want to hang out. But then included this line that was like, face coverings will be a must for safety. And I was like, you know, <laughs> let me explain a few things here. I have been very conservative here, but I felt so shamed for not wearing a mask on a playground alone. It was right. very,
1: very strange. Because you guys thing. were there alone. Like yeah, no one else was I, there. It,
0: and while we were chatting, I was like, yeah, we usually have our masks, but you know, outside alone, I wouldn't consider it but i was very thrown off because i felt like i was somehow like flaunting my lack of regard for <laughs> for regulations and i
1: was like this is right. not what this is it was very right. strange i do abide by regulations
0: yeah but then i felt like the more i was saying things like that like the less convinced i was even right right honesty. right right so um anyway right. it's I mean,
1: like the um when you protest too much or exactly.
0: whatever yes. i'm like i don't know how to do this so needless to say i haven't reached out um but I probably should just because I know I know myself. I will, and I'll I'll fret about it until I do. But we may not hang out.
1: Yeah. Um, I I don't. I I mean we've been very careful as well. We don't like go anywhere. Yeah. Like except for like outdoor things. We've gone to like some playgrounds, but like the, everyone is over them in my family. Yeah. Being me and my kids, Pisan doesn't leave the house <laughs> at all. Um, we like we've gone to. Out, I'm trying to think, I think we've gone to like two or three restaurants in the last six, in the last seven months. And that's been like with my parents. Yeah. Very special occasion. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm like, I I don't know that I'm going to enjoy myself if I'm out and about. I'm going to be annoyed at how many people are out and about, even though I'll yes. be contributing to it. <laughs> like if I go out, you know, just for like, I'm like, man, I just want to go and have a drink on a patio, a bar patio. Yep. I'm like, if there's a ton of other people there, I'm going to be analyzing their behavior yeah, it really
0: is like the enjoyment trade-off for me in that right. regard too. I'm like, I just, I won't because then for at least five to seven days after, I'll be concerned that I have been exposed. Like we went to Knoxville two weekends ago, and we uh-huh. have not, we have not left town. We have gone nowhere, um, right? Except every nature preserve in the greater Charlotte area. But um, right, I texted you even, and I was like, I. I have been very cautious, but I'm also not like COVID paranoid particularly, but I was like, I cannot get out of my head how paranoid I'm feeling because I'm so out of my routine. And even though we just did drive through, we went into a coffee shop with my sister for 20 minutes. The girl sat at a counter, like didn't touch anything, but I was like, I feel like I'm catching it right now just by being out of my own bubble.
1: It was very strange. Right. And I'm guessing Charlotte's numbers are higher than Knoxville's, ironically. Oh, yeah. Of <laughs> course. Well, and also, but it's like, just, yeah. it's just the, the feeling of like insecurity.
0: Yes. And just being out of my groove, it was like, is this what people feel like when they come out of like compounds? Because that is how I felt. Like, what is this right. world? I know, not, I know. I'm, like, I'm here. Right like,
1: most of the people around, the, around me are doing the same things I am. I understand that's not, I mean, I've said that before. I understand that that doesn't mitigate. Any exposure at all. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's all, I mean, I'm weighing all the risks. I've been following, um, Jessica Malati Mala Rivera. Uh huh. Uh, I'll link her in our Instagram stories on Instagram. She's an epidemiologist and she is fascinating. She's so smart. She posts the best data and science backed info and, um, I totally recommend following her. I will say because she's like, she's being so, 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 so safe. And I'm like, man, I really need to be doing differently. And then it's just like, my kids are overwhelming. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Like, but, but I have to, cause there's a pandemic, but then I'm like, what is worth it? Like, I can't just keep, I don't know. I, I, I'm just like, we can't keep going on this way, this forever, but also like we cannot spread the virus. It's it's a very frustrating like argument with myself every day.
0: It's really crazy because the things that like should put me on edge or give me pause, like sending the girls back to preschool two days a week, like Uh were absolute non-incidents for me. I was like, yep, this is the best thing, like weighing pros and cons. This is the best thing for them. This is the best thing for us. But then if I like... (laughs) go to a restaurant which has happened one time I'm like well now I'm dead so totally it's funny like the things that are really in a grander scale more prone to exposure than the one thing I do that suddenly I'm like well we're all we're all goners
1: right right well we had a good run (laughs) we we tried our best and now it's over exactly hopefully it doesn't take all of us at once (laughs) (laughs)
0: right Uh, so anyway um yeah that's where we are so that's a good good feel good opener for this episode Uh, exactly we hit you with as many endorphins as we could last week uh with jordan Syatt. we've you guys seem to have loved that episode as much as we loved recording it so thank you for your feedback um We hope that you are now following him on Instagram because he's the best. And if you happen to have some downtime, I recommend watching his Big Mac challenge video on his YouTube channel where he ate a Big Mac every day for 30 days to prove his theory. It's not even a theory to prove that calorie deficit can still lead to fat loss regardless of what you eat in that deficit. And it is fascinating and
1: very encouraging. Yeah, Um He also just posts a lot of good information. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, make sure and uh, go back and catch it because we loved it. Um, And I hit Caroline with this, what I think, genius idea for today because I just, like, you know, we're all missing our like just general, like casual gossip all the time, like just breaking down whatever. And it's like, by the time you finally get to hang out with someone in whatever capacity you do that, it's like, you're not, you're not just like mentioning the stuff that you just like crosses your mind and like, doesn't matter. So like I was watching um, footage of the last debates. And of course, you know, in every political situation, you know, at the end of something, families come up of whoever is running and give hugs and blah, 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 and appear as like a united front. And for the last four years, three and a half years, um, anytime, like Melania, anytime, I'm sure. But like, Melania is always coming up to Trump. And um, there's so much footage of her just like actively avoiding any physical contact with him. She rarely looks happy. <laughs> and it, I just, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm texting you. I'm like, what do you think their contract is? <laughs> like, I just want to know. Like
0: go ahead. Well, we got fascinated in contract couples from the Exposing SMG blog, which we haven't talked about yes. in way too many episodes, but yes. it's it is our favorite website jointly. Yes. Um yes. we do we do not run it sadly, but they like dive into all these contracted PR couples and now I'm like every marriage, even yours and Passan's.
1: I'm like contract 100%, 100%. <laughs> That's just smart thinking.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know, I think right now like candidates and politicians are our celebra- celebrities because celebrities are doing nothing. They're giving us zero content except right. Kanye and him who continue to deliver, which I really appreciate them for their yes. for their professionalism.
1: Yeah, I saw um some tweet about Kanye winning um like the didn't he just win some gospel music awards or something? and it was Maybe. like joking about all the people who put in like so much effort for the last like having a whole career in gospel music and then like Kanye comes in with like one <laughs> gospel album and like sweeps
0: <laughs> yes yeah, but I was really thrilled to see um, he and Kim give each other some Twitter love uh, for her birthday and then he gave her like a Twitter shout out on her birthday and she retweeted it with how much she loves him and they went through a lot this summer
1: so really I'm pleased to see them really fighting the I am too I wish that he had not brought the country Along with him because I'm sure people oh, will throw sure. away their vote and put his name in. So that's <laughs> annoying. But um what what are we gonna do? <laughs> but I just think so. We know we know for a while now, we've known from the beginning, Melania never wanted to be first lady, ever. Right. I mean, she didn't move down to the White House for like months <laughs>
0: yeah. she stayed in new york and has she ever officially or does she just visit on weekends
1: i have no idea uh i do th- actually i do think she did finally move down because i think she ha- she was like well Barron's in school we have to wait till the summer and just as which a caveat, good parenting. good parenting. yeah exactly um i completely dislike every single thing about melania trump that being said she, <laughs> the ways in which the first ladies are and many women in politics who are married to politicians have to like sacrifice everything for the male, like the husband to be the politician. Like, you know, yes. um, Hillary and Michelle had to give up their law careers and like, you know, they can't have, cause they can't have a job. They can't bring in a paycheck. Right. Like it's not like Melania could have like taken up any modeling gigs. Like she was really like put in a place of having to, they are like, well now you have to, you have to have these, initiatives like you have to do all these things and she's like you know that's okay (laughs) exactly and it's like yeah maybe we should take another look at this like no one elected Melania (laughs) (laughs) right you know, I mean, anyway. they particularly are such
0: an interesting snapshot. I've spent about six minutes googling some other um, famous politician couples as my preparation for this episode. Nice. Um, and that was during the time we've been recording the rest of the episode. But thing <laughs> that's so fascinating is like whether behind the scenes they were supportive or not, like politicians' wives are equally groomed for this, you know? Like right. they at least like buy into it and not not for one day have i been convinced that she has bought into it which on one hand i kind of respect because it's like right. of anyone in that um political regime like maybe she's the most authentic because she's like i'm not even going to pretend i like this like this right. is not at all for me
1: exactly and like there was a thing um, a a piece I can't, I can't remember if, if it, I think it was the cut put out a piece about like Melania said she hates Christmas but like <laughs> the reality was like she um, she's like traditions in Slovenia are a little different and like we do things differently here so I think at one point she was like ranting or something about like the effort that we put into decorations or something oh, whatever right. it was and the fact that she had to do it yes. and I'm like again like that's not like, first of all, that's not the curling. Like, that's a very misleading headline. Well, sure. But also, like, again, like you, she's just like being told to do this. Like, po- politically, I still fully see her as culpable. <laughs> and like, I do not respect her as a person. But as a person in a relationship, she's totally just being dragged into all these things that she did, never wanted to do, just like all the rest of them have. It's just yeah. like, there's like been. I don't know. I just feel like it would have been so different for, I mean, imagine if Michelle Obama like didn't, Decorate the White House in a jolly way for Christmas. I mean, like they would have impeached Obama for sure, <laughs>
0: totally. But you know, I will say too, like, and this is this is not a knock against Melania. I actually have complete neutral feelings for her um, uh-huh. because to me, she did not choose this life. She married, in my mind, a rich man to give her some consistency with zero aims to live her life in a White House for four or eight years. This is to me, she's a victim here, and I will stand by that. But uh-huh. I'm like. What part of the decorations does she have to do? Because I'm positive there's a huge staff that does that, even if she weren't in the White House, if it were there. Right, account, right, right. Like her energetic input in this is very minimal, in my opinion. True,
1: Yeah, <laughs> true.
0: So, so of the things for her to complain about, she could tell me her entire list and I'd agree with all of them except that one. I'd be like, you right. know, ma'am, maybe let's like have some perspective here. But right. Here's what I want you to picture for me. Okay. Picture your Melania, which I know is not hard.
1: And you... (laughs) Imagine me being the most unhappy person I can imagine done.
0: (laughs) And you have have a middling modeling career. I would say moderately successful. Okay, fine. Yeah. Then a wealthy maybe morally questionable definitely unattractive but older man approaches you and says we should be in relationship together what is your motivation here
1: uh financial stability
0: yes do you believe that that is what led there do you feel like she's attracted to his personality
1: and or face no no (laughs) Not at all i mean i'm sure I'm wondering like I'm just wondering what the terms are because like you know you see like reports of this, and you see it on like t v and movies where people are like like basically like they know what they're bringing to the table, so they're right, like, right, but right. I will finance your lifestyle, you know, I'll do whatever, sure, and I'm wondering, like did she write like a certain number of kids, like did she write that she wanted one child like mm-hmm. did she write like I just want to know all of it, like is this exactly because like i almost see like he is donald trump is a predator for sure like Mm his uh he's been like documentedly good friends with jeffrey epstein he has admitted to like Uh, cheating on her
0: he said that they were not that good of friends so let's
1: (laughs) we're only moderate moderate acquaintances (laughs) yeah um but didn't he call him like not that not a bad guy not a bad guy
0: but he also or like a good also, guy yeah he also wishes Ghislaine Maxwell best of luck so you know. <laughs> right
1: <laughs> again just nice um but like to me like that's that's like the nefarious villain in a movie like that's mm-hmm. not the person you want to cross and then like you see her like actively slapping away his hand and it almost like makes him smaller in a way. You yes, know what I mean? Yes. Like it is a power kinda, move, which I appreciate. Totally. totally. And he's always like kind of hunched over and you know, kind of just like reaching his hand out. And she's just like, <laughs> absolutely not. And um I just want like there was never any part of the deal of her having to like put on any sort of appearance. Like you said.
0: Yeah. Like well and to me I'm wondering, so was there an addendum? Like was there a negotiation of, yeah, here's our initial contract. However now you know calling an audible now you're the first lady of the united states so right. here are some things that we're going to add in to this and she was like all of this is fine minus i will not touch you in public right or like, forever like, but maybe, <laughs> right anywhere i will touch you right. in no places um, Right. and he's like but maybe this one time you know right. it's like a dorky kid getting like a girlfriend at all and is like yes, yes could we, but like, could I just like hold your hand in the movie theater? And she's like, no, I'm really not into this actually.
1: Right, right exactly. Like the girl who wants to go out with a guy who can do her homework for her. Yeah. Yes, exactly.
0: Like um, in the movie, Can't Buy Me Love, you know, mm, like. There you go. Yes. um, Which maybe you can,
1: but. <laughs> yes, everything is for sale. We are.
0: You know, Dax Shepard, um, Chrissy Teigen, all of those celebrities that are in these like hashtag goals. um you know, relationships, have Uh talked pretty openly about the pressure of being in that kind of relationship. Right. And I think even more than celebrities, politicians and their significant others have an incredibly high-pressured stake in how they are viewed. Because I think if they're too relatable, maybe it doesn't look as like presidential, let's say. If they... Are, seem unattainable, that feels like not accessible, and I think it must be a very hard line to walk for them um and right. I was t- so obviously like Barack and Michelle, regardless of what you think of their politics, uh, seem genuinely authentically in love with each other, have yeah. a very you know admirable relationship. And I was telling you while we were texting about this episode that I have visceral memories of Al and Tipper Gore. So my first um, presidential election was the George W. Bush and Al Gore election of 2004. That was the first one that I was able to vote in. And I voted via absentee ballot from Virginia Tech and then stayed up all night watching the results. Um, But I just remember how obvious it was that he was trying to act like he and his wife were very in love and like they would have these very uncomfortable, like almost makeout sessions. Oh, Telling really? I, it was so strange. And I was just trying to pull up, that was 2004. And I was just trying to pull up video of it, which I really don't want to see again, but I wanted to remind myself.
1: <laughs> Your Google search history, Al Gore makeout photos.
0: <laughs> yeah, good thing I don't have covenant eyes anymore because it would be like, right. here's something inappropriate.
1: But that would be very big red flags for many reasons.
0: <laughs> like if, if, like politicians making out was my fetish, I would really need to be like institutionalized. I don't right, even understand exactly. But exactly. Um, <laughs> apparently, they um, divorced in 2010, and I had no idea. And it's very interesting to me that either you know six years post campaign things kind of fell apart, or they felt the pressure of when they had life on this national spotlight as for the second vice president and second lady. And then on the campaign trail as a presidential nominee, like, Hey, let's keep it together for that.
1: You know, it it was just so
0: interesting because it was uh, very hands-on.
1: Yeah. That I, I, I just wonder about that. Like Pasan and I were watching, um, last night and we finally got like halfway through season seven. (laughs) We've like not this, the season aired in like 2013. (laughs) And, um, the, the premise of the episode is a mayor dies and they're asking his, um, widow. They're like, Oh, he was cheating on you. And so she goes on to say like, yes, you've just discovered the worst kept secret. And she's like, this was our arrangement. Like our partnership is, um, a career move. Both of us do whatever we want in our relationship, like discreetly. Yes. And, um, I'm just like, who you've got to think that that is a the reality for a lot of politicians? Oh, certainly, and celebrities.
0: I mean, there's oh, a right, l- right, right, right. I also just um, googled Sarah and Todd Palin, who I had vague memory of divorce, and, and the same thing. And it's like, well, obviously. Every candidate is more attractive not running as a single person. I think not from the general public, but I've watched enough episodes of Scandal to know that like either too young or too good looking and single of a candidate does not ring home family values or someone who understands middle class families.
1: Yeah, uh, I just found the makeout picture and I texted it to you. Oh, You're welcome. No
0: Wait, well, first of all, she looks like Hillary Clinton in that picture, uh, so that threw me off, and yeah. that's just I have. If I were a body language expert, like you know, the Us Weekly has those, like talk to the body language experts. Right, and, right, right, right. Yeah, and it's
1: like that's a that's a lot of all inness. It is, but she's also like gripping his arm like weirdly. She, looks like she
0: cannot breathe, and he's giving her CPR. Right. And it's just really, not something that I want to see from a presidential nominee.
1: Right, (laughs) it is a lot. It is a lot of closeness, like that they are fully making out, but also not looking like they're enjoying it. He might be is enjoying it. I don't think she's enjoying it.
0: It seems like they. He's trying to make it look like their first kiss is a married couple because they're forty years in and still love each other like that. And she's like, I am suffocating in many ways. Also, I want a divorce. So.
1: But then, okay. Let's see. You have
0: somebody like uh, George and Laura Bush, or Uh George and Barbara Bush, who Uh weren't necessarily like affectionate, but seemed to have like a genuinely partnership, loving, yeah, teammate relationship. And I don't think they tried. Either of those couples tried to sell it,
1: right? I think that's maybe the trick (laughs) is like just do the. I don't know, like be a partnership, not. uh, I, I mean, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're what you're going for. Cause like not everyone is going for the partnership, you know, not everyone cares about that. Like true. I mean, historically marriages have frequently been for, you know, a career move or like to retain power yes, or, or something strategic. Yeah. Right. Strategic. Thank you. Like something that makes the most sense. Like it's not all been a love story. And I'm like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, well,
0: what, was that, what was that podcast we listened to? Um, slow burn. About the Clinton. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, was yes. it' so interesting because... It
1: was very good.
0: I think you can also kind of argue that with Hillary, that while she right. gave up her law career, there was something strategic that she has been elevated as a person in her career thanks to her husband. You know, I don't think if yes. she were just an Arkansas attorney, she would maybe have
1: where she is now. I totally think that there is a deal there as well. Because like, I mean, I think that the deal must have been he would be president and then... He would help her become president. That's like um, I think that's that a has, has to be handle actually. Oh right, I forgot about that. Which I'm sure uh, borrows
0: from real storylines, but it was like, okay, right, so you're unfaithful an right. and I know it. But here's how we're going to make this work.
1: You will make. Right. Me exactly because i mean we've seen way too many women standing up beside the man who's cheated talking about like you know his wife is at his side like yes probably a lot of those people are you know in an unhappy marriage or whatever but also i bet a lot of those people were just like mm, well it turns out you guys just found out about it <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like,
0: like yep here's the thing that we've all known did you watch right. the show the good wife No, I didn't. I kind of wanted to, but. Oh my gosh, you absolutely need to. It is very, 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 very good. And I mean, that's the whole premise of it, is like she is blindsided finding out about her husband's infidelity, but is expected to be the good wife and stand by him. Um, And it's like, So are we just saying like men get a free pass and women need to be supportive because I think it's a catch 22 because Hillary is obviously a strong woman. Right. And it's like, well, what do you do? Do you on a public platform, forgive and show that marriage is forever, regardless of what happens? Or are you like an Anthony Weiner situation where you're like, yeah, I'm not actually going to forgive this. And now you're a strong woman for doing it on your own.
1: You know, it's very tricky. I know. I always think back about that with Hillary. Like if she had gone a different route, you know, when, um, like, all of these like Bill Clinton scandals came out, like specifically Monica Lewinsky, if she had gone a different route, would she be president today? Yeah. Because I think the the biggest drawback, I mean, she has had a whole career in like being the the woman for this job. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just had such a problem with her personally. And the hardest thing for me to defend her was like, she. there was just so many allegations against her standing up for his infidelity or... Right.
0: Or like and minimizing women's stories because right, in right. This situation you know, unlike uh locally here in our Senate race, um it came to light that the democratic nominee had has been having an affair, but seemingly it is very consensual, but right. in Bill's yes. situation, that was not the case, I think, in any of the allegations right
1: it seems like it was completely like inappropriate on every level and harassment at mm-hmm. at, at the least um or I guess I should say at best, at worst, something much worse. But um, he, like, I think if she had stepped aside instead of basically, but I mean, it was a different time like, for her. And, And again, that doesn't excuse it, but I'm just thinking through her way of thinking. Like, I wonder if she was like, my best bet is still to be with him than it is to be without in order to get the career that she wanted
0: well and that's a good point because interestingly too that was all before social media and things like that so right. i don't know if the expectation was for her to make any kind of statement or if the what was constructed for both of their campaigns were you stay silent and right you don't comment on this
1: yeah yeah i don't know um I just think it's, it's such an interesting situation because I think before she married him, she was a really successful attorney again, like in her state. Like, I don't think, I, I wonder where she would have gone if she hadn't married him. Like what would her life look like if she hadn't married him? Cause she is obviously very ambitious. Yes. But anyway, it's, to me, that is just like one of those ripple effects that I always wonder about, like, what if that had been different? That mm-hmm. one thing had been different. So. Anyway.
0: Well, I cannot wait to read Melania's memoir personally because... The one you, that
1: someone writes for her, for
0: sure. <laughs> well, sure. It'll be me. Melania, I'm a ghostwriter. I can no, help right. you. I've, exactly. actually, I've actually already written the first four chapters for you, so if <laughs> you yes. disapprove approve those. Um, but you know exactly. that she'll outlive him, and I'm I'm really
1: interested in that. Oh, that Um, was my other thought. I wonder, what is the statute? Like, that's got to be part of it, because she could release things 100% that would, like, doom at at least uh, Ivanka and probably the older boys as well. Like, Like, some of them, I think, are clueless. But, like...
0: If Obviously, he dies, she can't just
1: spill all or else the family will still go down.
0: Totally. I mean, there's still certainly, an, in, they, there will has to be an ironclad NDA in place. Yes. And I think that she is so protective of Baron that she yeah. would spill very little.
1: Right. I
0: think she's a good mom. Do you think she's a good mom? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. I have no reason not to think so. But
1: she does. Yeah, I have seem, no reason not to think so.
0: She does seem to put him first, and I actually really respected that. She's like, I'm not going to move him during the school year.
1: I thought that that was oh, like. I mean, sure. I mean, exactly. I to me, it's too much of a focus what the first ladies do. Yes. I mean, are you a criminal? No, then keep moving. Like you should be able (laughs) to not, uh, you shouldn't have to uproot your child in the middle of the school year. Right. Because your child had no say in this. Like I know,
0: so I just started reading a book last night called Cleo McDougal Regrets Nothing. um, And it's about a single mom who's a senator who is expected to run for president. But the reason that she's not gone full force in it is she's waiting for her 14 year old son to give his approval. And I'm like, that probably is not super realistic. Like, I think that if you are born and bred as a politician, you probably will do it regardless. But it's an interesting angle of, well, what say do kids have in this? Because many of our first children have been really young. Um, Or like Baron is kind of an odd age for at least in my memory, first children to be.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, four years ago he was yeah, still really true. young. That like that, true. that time really. The I think the oldest ones, the Bush girls, were older, right? Yeah, and, that's
0: true. I guess they were because th- we got all their partying and stuff in during that White House tenure. Right,
1: right. But even still, like still you know, not an adult, like, you know, still still someone that, like, their life will be changed by this in that, like, they can't be, have a normal yeah, do you think, nature. truly,
0: like, let's say that you had been groomed and you were, like, the leading nominee for the DNC, for president, and you were like, well, actually, only if Milan and Maya said yes, and they were like, mm, no, you can't. We don't want you to be president. Would you, like, stop that career i'm just i don't think so no i don't think so i think you'd
1: just be like no like here's what we're doing right um that's a a kind of the story in that show away that i was talking about recently right right, right. um where the woman hillary swank i can't remember her name in the show is part the leader of the first team to go to mars and she also has a husband and teenage daughter at home and it's a three-year mission Oh, so right, right, right. She's, but, but she's trained for this for literally her whole life. Mm-hmm. So she can't, her whole adult life. So it would be completely giving up on it, yeah, to not do it because of her daughter. But then you know her daughter needs her mother around. Like it's, it, it's an interesting, um, it's, it's, it shows. The family making these decisions separately and together in a bunch of different ways, and yeah. like you know shows how their emotions change and how they deal with it, and all this and it was very refreshing for me, I think a lot of times you know we get a whole lot of like sacrificial womanhood and um that is not the story in a way at all, but anyway it's it's, it's very interesting like yeah. it's not I don't think there's a right answer or a wrong answer. I think there's just different choices that people make, which lead to different outcomes and
0: well, so if you nice. if you had to pick, okay, you cannot say Barack and Michelle because obviously they're the easy answer. Okay. But if you had to choose a political couple, presidential or not, to double date with for a weekend, who would you choose?
1: Okay. Hmm. Do you have an answer to this? I do. Okay, you give your answer. Okay, well, part oh, of you to have my answer, okay. but you go. Ahead. Okay. No, no, you go. I was gonna say, uh, our state Senator Jeff Jackson and his wife, Marissa Jackson.
0: Oh, they do seem, they seem fantastic, actually. Yeah.
1: I have Um, met him. I have met him once and he is fantastic. And, um, he, she seems fantastic as well. I think that that would be a very fun double date. Um,
0: Okay, so I, as a voyeur of All things reality TV, may want to view Donald and Melania up close. Like I think that that side of me who loved like VH1 celebrity program. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. would love that. But if I were actually like choosing a friend, um, I would choose George and Laura Bush because they seem very fun. And I think I've talked about this documentary before on here. And it's an older documentary called Jer- Journeys with George, where Alexandra Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi. Yes, 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 you he did talk about that. Yes, Went on the campaign trail with him because she couldn't stand him and basically wanted to make a film about him being a moron, but ended up like really liking him. Um, and in that, he just seems like a cool person to hang out with. So that's choose. Yeah, is.
1: they seem like they would be able to give good nuggets of wisdom about relationships, too. Totally, totally. So that's who I would choose. Yeah. Well, well, we'll be having some fun double dates in our future. <laughs> I can't wait. I will uh give you live text about uh the Trumps. Uh good. So, I think speaking of the uh exposing smg website and like the, all the contract relationships, um moving away from politics a little bit to celebrities. Mm-hmm. So, I want to know so supposedly I think you told me that Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are contracted right yes yes yes. so what is the out and just using them as an example like you know Mm -hmm. them or um what's that other couple with that guy sean mendez and camila cabello yes whose contract allegedly has ended but go ahead okay okay i need to know the details of the contracts because like what is the deal with take priyanka and nick like they're married do they are children contracted? Is avoidance of children contracted? Like, is there a time limit? What? How does it work?
0: Yes. So there are contracts that have in place if children are part of it and then what financial gains there would be with children. And Priyanka is, you know, older than Nick by several years, maybe seven. Right. Um, yeah, because she's 35 and he's like, 27, right? Yeah, so there's some stuff on the front end that sketched out about that as well as how things will end. But when things get messy like they did... So Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez were originally a contract couple. Um, Right. When things get really messy is when the couples actually like either fall in love, which is what happened there, or just start hooking up, which was also the case with Selena Gomez and The Weeknd. Because... Then the contract is still in place and overriding everything, but there are real breakups that happen there, um, like Sean Mendez and Cam- Mia Cabejo. Um, so all of that is sketched out, but usually when you start hearing rumors about trouble and things like that, it's because there has been some actual personal overlap of their relationship.
1: That is so fascinating to me. Um, I did just look it up. Priyanka is 38 and Nick is 28. So just to confirm. But, um, I just, I mean, that's gotta be fulfilling on some level of like an interesting kind of control because part of, I don't know, part of when you get older, like imagine, imagine you, what time did, when did you and David meet? I'm trying to remember. What age? uh, Yeah. Were you?
0: mm, Let's see. Twenty-five. Twenty-five.
1: Okay. So when you were twenty-five, you were probably starting to think about like wanting to settle down. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So like imagine having someone put that in place for you. Like, I mean, it's kind of like how we've talked about like arranged marriages before. Like, imagine,
0: like, arranged marriages don't seem that bad a lot of times, right?
1: Like, 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 assuming everyone is consenting and agrees to the terms, and there is no, you know, abuse or underage (laughs) marriages, which is in pockets still a thing around the world. Um, that doesn't seem like a bad idea. Like imagine having all the terms written out and you can just decide what you want to do with it and decide what your terms are and mm-hmm. decide if you like how long, how this works for your career. Right. Like You don't have to choose. You can literally write your career into it and it kind of puts you in a little bit more of the driver's seat rather than like waiting for to find someone who is like, takes all your boxes and like supports you in your success, you know? Right.
0: And these celebrity contracts too, especially some of the younger ones, well, I would say all of them, it seems to also be that there are things written in that there's okay, that there's some hookups on the side from other people. It's just um, agreed upon ahead of time. And it's kind of like, well, I don't really know what I'm losing here because um, ultimately the goal of these contract relationships is to increase... Um, the fame of both parties who would not do so unless they were both together
1: right and it makes the most sense to like amp each other up you know and to like talk really well about each other like you will not maybe find a more supportive like a more vocally supportive person to have in your corner than like someone who is contracted to do that and it's really like you you scratch each other's backs like you're also doing it for them you know
0: well, and a good example currently that will be interesting to see. Again, this is all according to Exposing SMG and my other favorite celebrity site, Crazy Day and Days and Nights. Um, and oftentimes right. they share the same information, but Zane Malik and Gigi Hadid were a contracted PR couple who then, like, they reached the end of their contract, but kept hooking up. They were also allegedly very into drugs together and then whoops she got pregnant so then they're having to like work that out because they were a very successful PR couple that people were very into and of course a baby only makes that even more so so it's now kind of a scramble between their teams of what happens now (laughs) because there's a real life baby that wasn't contracted into this
1: right they all like are a perfect contract like whomever was a part of working that out excellent Like, they look great together. They have, like, excellent stories together, aside from the drugs, I assume, assuming... Right. Or, like, Zane,
0: Zane would not have been as big of a name outside of One Direction on his own. Gigi had some increasing fame because of her mom being on Real Housewives, but it's models, it's hard to make a lot of money and be super successful without some pre-known name yes yes. So it's like that's the perfect example of how that works out well
1: yeah that's such a good point i I just think it's fascinating it's interesting planning interesting way to make your paycheck is making these things happen for people
0: well (laughs) i read an interesting one this was from crazy days and nights about um olivia culpo are you familiar with her
1: a little bit i know Um, i know the name
0: so a, apparently like she's made her money being a professional beard for people. So, oh. so personalities who don't want to come out yet, like yeah. they, he's like known for being the go-to for them, which is so interesting. And that's like a whole nother level that right. I'm really fascinated by.
1: Oh, she's like a, a pageant girl and all that. So, yes,
0: and happens to be uh, with currently one of the Panthers players. So,
1: oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. So she's suspicious. with, uh huh. She's with Christian McCaffrey now.
1: Oh, isn't he the one that everyone, no, who's the one that everyone, says, oh, Luke, uh, Luke yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah he just thinking. has a
0: regular girlfriend, Luke, which I really, <laughs> I really respect, but she's with Christian McCaffrey, our running back. Um, who's a big deal. So of course, when I saw that, I was
1: like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, well, that's fascinating. I just, it's such, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I just want to know. I want to know all the information. I want to know all the details. I don't actually care about it. I will make zero judgments as long <laughs> as there is nothing illegal I, or abusive going on. I will probably be a bigger fan
0: of each couple if I know the details of, <laughs> of their exactly, contract. I will exactly. make to sure support that.
1: <laughs> exactly. Because it makes more sense to have a bunch of different ways that people are making some sort of partnership work right. rather than like, oh, everyone happened upon one secret to make a marriage work. Well, 50% of people. <laughs> totally. 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 So anyway, that was, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I have much more to add on that other than I could add a whole <laughs> list of people I want to know more about.
0: Yeah. You should, uh, if you have not, please check out Exposing SMG. They don't know us at all, but maybe I'll DM them and see if they'll come on the podcast. They're
1: uh, amazing. I they're know. Writing like, I know, hilarious. I know. They, they're great. <laughs> I just love what they've done. I love that they are getting their money this way and are, um, like I crack up when I read their writing. It's really good. And they have like receipts as well. So (laughs) they do,
0: they have been proven multiple times. So I don't know. Um, we'll take a quick break and we will be right back. Okay. Okay. We're back. Um, I shared this on the podcast stories last week. When was that? Wednesday or Thursday? Um, about the fact that Hannah and I just so happened to have high anxiety days last week. And I think Consecutively. we- Consecutively. Yes. Um, I think we found a good way to, to, I don't know, to work on it together.
1: Yeah. We usually we save this segment for something that ended up falling apart in our faces or blowing up in our faces. But um, this one, this one really is a good idea. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe for you. Um, but you, Caroline, texted me, I wanna say maybe Tuesday yeah, or I something. Think it was Tuesday. And you were just like, my anxiety is so high. And so, you know what? I'm just going to spam you all day. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing because I think that's going to help me. And of course, anytime you run down your list of things you're doing, I'm like, she's on drugs for sure. <laughs> like, there's simply no way. You have you're so much energy. energy. <laughs> you get so much done in a day. And I'm like, I made breakfast. <laughs> 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 like, it's just, it doesn't compare. So um, that was... That was your day. We can, of course, go into a little more detail. But then the next day, the same thing happened to me. I had a ton of anxiety, and I'm like, I've got to, I got to try this. And honestly, just like unloading all of it. And even both of us were like, I know this is going to be boring. Sorry for spamming you, blah blah blah. And when in reality, like your good friends are not going to be like, okay, stop texting me. Nice. <laughs> like, don't burden me with your mental problems. <laughs> It really, I could like feel just getting it out there. It's like journaling almost, but it's like like journaling. responses responses <laughs> yeah,
0: totally totally yeah right. i always feel stupid keeping a journal and i'm always so jealous of people who do because i like want to make it great of like dear diary here's right. everything profound that i have to say and, and then like, like we aren't gonna make a movie of it one day like right. it's a and, fail and then <laughs> if i miss a day i'm like i did it wrong it's just a mess so texting somebody who, had, who i would already text is great. And somebody who will keep it like normalized, I think was really helpful. But for me, when I was in my high anxiety state, I become like a manic doer, but also unable to do anything, if that makes sense, where it's like a beautiful mind where everything that could possibly need to be touched or done comes to the forefront and then I can't do anything. So... Um, my friend Amy was like, well, make a to-do list. And this was excellent advice if you would thrive on this. She said, make a to-do list of three things you know you're going to do anyway. So basically like brush your teeth, get, check the mail, you know, easy things. And then two things you know would relieve your stress if you did them <clears throat> that were like need to do things and just leave your to-do list at that. Which was helpful, but I couldn't even figure out where to start because I had so many things that needed to be done. So Uh I was like, I know that what gives me comfort is doing stuff and feeling productive. And I know if I don't do something, I will feel at the end of the day, like it was a wasted day. So documenting it all became so helpful to me because I wanted to focus on what I have done, not what I have left to do. And it spun it in a really positive way. Um, I did have a question from somebody on Instagram, and I'd like your feedback on this. Mm -hmm. She asked, did we expect responses from each other? Did we want to be responded to? And to the person receiving the text, did you feel pressure to respond?
1: Okay, so I will say from my perspective, when you texted me and you were like, "I'm so sorry to bother you," or like, "I'm sorry in advance for the spam," that kind of thing. Oh yeah, I was immediately like, "Oh my gosh, never!" Like then, I, of course, I'm like spamming you back with all the ways why it's not inconvenient for you to text me. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, because I like feeling like helpful, so I love doing that. I love, I love that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I also knew that it it made me feel good to hopefully be of help to you. Yeah. So. There's that. And then also I loved being able to like, um, uh, what's the word? Like be both understanding and encouraging. And then yes. you pulled the same thing with me the next day, like both understanding and encouraging. And yes, I definitely would have been like bummed if you didn't respond.
0: Right. Yeah. I felt the same way where I didn't want to add to your load and make you feel like you had to respond. But it's also like, I don't know. There's something very helpful about seeing somebody else's thought process. So like when you right. were describing how you were feeling at the bus stop or, you know, whatever it was, it was like, yes, I can completely understand that and feel this way too. And oh wow, I'm so glad you found something that's helping you. And it felt like a very normal conversation that just had the prompt of, hi, I'm anxious. <laughs> you know? Yes. Um, and I think too often, like I texted you and Amy and my friend Emma Kate, and I was kind of surprised that I texted three people. But I'm glad that I did, um, and particularly you three, because none of you responded with what can I do, which makes me uncomfortable because I don't want to ask for anything. But being Uh, able to clearly be like, all I want is like space on your screen right now. (laughs) Like I don't, I don't feel like I'm indebted to somebody for helping or dropping something by or dropping what they're doing to help me. It's like, I just need your eyes sometimes. And that was really That is a
1: perfect explanation. That's exactly it. And also I think it's like someone who gets, gets you a little bit more and that like, you know that like you, they kind of can get what you're going through, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. um, Yeah. So if you have anxiety, again, we said this many times, reach out to someone. Yes, us, absolutely. Or you're more likely you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, No, but that's a good point.
0: Like I was thinking that, um, that day I ended up having like 30 minutes that I could go walk in the middle of the day. And I went to a trail and I went to the woods and it was like very grounding for me. Um, but I was thinking, our DM space is perfect for that. Like if you don't have somebody you feel comfortable with and you, you'd rather it be strangers, like send it to us. I'd love to, to you know, hype you up if that's what you need. But it was a totally. super helpful strategy and one that I will employ another time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I will, too. So
0: awesome. Well, it's always a good idea to talk about mental health and check in with your friends. Um and gossip gossip is a good idea oh my gosh gossip is the best idea okay first of all gossip about everyone you know secondly check in on your mental health Um, yes yes to continue listening to us here every Wednesday we'll be back next week I don't know we'll talk about something
1: we'll see you tell us (laughs) yes always you tell us because we're
0: tired of thinking Uh, exactly all right
1: have a great week